0: I'm Hannah. I'm Tiffany, and we woke up stupid. So, so this week, it's just me, me and Tiffany because um, we're gonna be talking about like baking and all that stuff around it. And me and Tiffany are really the only ones that bake <laughs> out of the it's, four. Yeah, I
1: feel like. Oh wait, Hannah, how long have you been baking?
0: I started baking. Over quarantine, I started baking challahs for my family every Friday, and then it just kind of developed into, like, cakes and stuff. I mean, I had done baking before, because, like, my mom bakes a lot, and, like, mm. for birthdays and everything, we, we bake, and, like, I would always help with that, but I didn't start, like, seriously get into baking and start, like, getting, like, new equipment and everything and, like, wanting to actually bake, even when there's, like, nothing to celebrate, like, until mm. over quarantine.
1: <laughs> so so yeah. what's your story? I think like at least when i was young i feel like for as long as i remember my cousins and i used to bake together um and then like i feel like during middle school and high school i got busy but i still enjoyed baking but yeah i'm definitely on like the same page where i have picked up baking like during i think the height of quarantine i like bake something new like literally every single day and like i would, like give it to my family and be like hey here's your daily dose of desserts <laughs> Um, But, yeah, I've definitely just been baking more during quarantine. And, like, less so now, but still, like, more often than before.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, my family's definitely, like, you need to stop. We can't keep having (laughs) this every single week. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I mean, yeah, they're they're kind of getting, like, it was was nice in the beginning because we were all kind of depressed and we didn't know what was going on with quarantine. But now that we've kind of a rhythm figured out, it's like, all right, it's time to to cut back but i mean like i mean the biggest concern with my family is just like eating desserts every week over and over and over again and like that might not be the best thing for you so like i don't know just like using healthy alternatives has really like helped a lot like you can definitely like um swap out like healthier alternatives for applesauce i mean not eggs and oil like you can make put applesauce in instead which makes it a lot healthier you can i don't know possibly swap out different flowers. And they're just like healthy like
1: yeah. like
0: websites with like healthy stuff. Like I'll if you just look up, like low fat chocolate cake recipes, there's probably yeah. one out there.
1: I think what's really interesting, I like this is something that I haven't actually gotten into but I was thinking about it. Like I feel like I on Instagram I follow a lot of like people who happen to be vegan and so they're cooking or their baking is like I'll use coconut oil or I'll use, like, coconut palm sugar or, like, medul dates or whatever. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. And, like, I don't know if it actually is healthier. It sounds healthier, definitely. So I'm like, okay, so what if I just, like, switch out these ingredients? I haven't gone around to actually doing it yet, though. But, you know, it's in my plan somewhere <laughs> down the works, somewhere down the line.
0: I mean um, I can just recommend like oh sorry, go ahead. Oh wait, no, I had nothing to say. Yeah. I'm okay, going. yeah. I mean there's like a couple accounts on Instagram, like Bites with JJ has is, like a college student and she makes like really kind of easy, simple, healthy desserts. Mm-hmm. And then also I think like Rebecca Lay, I think you pronounce it, Health, also has and like Nats Eats, like the ones that she like people oh, wait, of like who you she follows. She? Wait, who? what was the last
1: person you said? Oh, like
0: Nats Eats? Oh. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Nats Neats Eats. Yeah, like they all have like um they also have like a lot of healthier alternative like snacks. And just like a website, I think like chocolate cover Katie has like a whole range of desserts that are all you know, specifically low fat, low sugar. And there's also products. Like you can buy um instead of sugar I don't know how to pronounce sugar alcohol. Yeah, like, they have sugar alcohols or, like, lower mm. sugar, like, Splenda blends are, you know, better than normal sugar. I mean, yeah. there's nothing really wrong with using normal sugar, but I feel like you're looking mm. for a healthier alternative. Yeah. I mean, definitely. you just have to kind of do a little bit of research. It's not that hard to find.
1: Mm. I, like, I mean, since my family doesn't like sugar anyway, like, for as long as I've been baking... Every single time I baked something, like following the recipe, my family would say it's too sweet. So, like, during quarantine, I was like, okay, I know if I want anyone in my family to eat this, I had to like cut back on like each recipe by like half the amount. And even then, sometimes it'd be like a little too sweet. So, I've gotten in the habit of like, I don't know, maybe this is like a cultural thing, but I feel like Japanese desserts tend to be less sweet. So, I just like follow their recipe, but also. Like Japanese desserts are also using the metric system, so I always have to like convert constantly, and it's like
0: we should all, yeah. The US just needs to get on the metric system, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like it's also really disappointing because like I'll make something that I really like, and my family would be like, my family doesn't like like fruit in desserts. Like if I were to put okay. like strawberries in the middle of a cake, yeah, like on top of like a, a cream in the middle of cake. They don't like it, and it's really frustrating because something I like and I want to bake and I want to eat, mm. and it's so annoying because you know you don't want to make a whole big thing of dessert and have no one eat it because it's just yeah. a waste of stuff, mm-hmm. especially if it's just like a product that like you, like sometimes I like need especially like a certain ingredient just for that dessert and like that's it, and so I mean you want to make it so that everyone's gonna eat it, and it's so frustrating <laughs> when they don't. So yeah,
1: my family's like the exact opposite. Like, most of my family, I think with the exception of my dad, like, they really love fruits and desserts, and especially during the summer, like, this isn't really, like, a baked dessert, but I make, like, mango sago sometimes, which is, like, kind of a cream slash custard type of thing, and, like, I feel like fruity things just pair so well during the summer that it's just, like, so refreshing, and I don't know, there's just, like, something so good about fruity desserts, like, compared to like vanilla or chocolate
0: yeah i mean because vanilla and chocolate like there's a lot of stuff to do with it (laughs) i don't know where this conversation is going (laughs) we have no real plan in mind but i mean yeah like i i mean one of the favorite things about baking is just kind of like experimenting like i always kind of feel bad like like i always have this little i guess maybe imposter syndrome of like i'm not a real baker because i'm literally just following someone else's recipe i'm like obviously on, like, baking TV shows or following other people's recipes, but it's always kind of their own, and so I think experimenting with, like, flavors is one way that you can kind of, like, make something your own, as long as you, like, if you figure out, like, what you're adding, like, how it's going to affect what you're making, like, obviously if you add, like, a moisture into, like, a cake or something like that, it's obviously gonna, you're gonna have to figure out how to deal with that, um, or if you're adding something that's, like, sweet, how that's going to deal with it. But I think that, like, experimenting with flavors is probably, like, the best way to kind of start baking because I – I'm mean, and it's, it's fun, too.
1: Yeah. I think, like, on the topic of just experimenting with different types of desserts, I follow this, like, blog or, like, I guess this website. It's called, like, Fake and Olive Platter. And, like, one, their entire, like – interface is just like so nice but also besides that like they have a lot of like um like different type of desserts like I remember I got like my lemon cake recipe from them but they also have like really interesting like um middle eastern inspired desserts and I feel like the flavors are just so interesting like the flavor profiles because they'll add like spices or like saffron and like orange powder or like orange extract and i feel like that's so interesting because i really like never think of that but i feel like the taste is that would taste so good wait what's the website called Fig and olive platter there's also i forgot his handle i'm gonna try and search it up but there's this other person it, this isn't necessarily like a dessert page i think he also it
0: does look so good oh
1: my god occasionally <laughs> makes yeah I think they occasionally make desserts, but he makes like a lot of Moroccan-inspired like foods and desserts, and everything just looks so delicious. And he like makes like these blood orange-inspired mm. cakes, and it's like oh my god,
0: everything to die he for. Looks so I know good. it's so good. I remember when I went to like like Israel, which is you know in the Mediterranean, like it mm-hmm. has a Mediterranean diet. Everything there was, like, so good. And, like, because especially the Mediterranean diet, everything, like, it's obviously wherever you go, I mean, there's obviously a lot of places that are more natural, fresh ingredients in the United States. You know, like, if you go to Italy, everything's going to be a lot more, like, fresh with their Mm -hmm. ingredients. But especially, like, in Israel, everything was, like, a lot, like, better. And you just kind of felt, like, I don't know, different when eating. Because, like, Mm -hmm. here, like, obviously there's a lot of It's not as it's not as like fresh, yeah. Especially if you like, even if you like cook it, you know what I mean. They're still kind of like. Mm. mm. I
1: feel like the only thing fresh
0: about the United States
1: is probably like California's avocados.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's probably it. Um,
1: Yeah, but like on, I guess like just segueing into what I feel like are interesting food combinations, like. I feel like I am not really a fig person, but I feel like every single recipe like I see it like has some sort of figs and I always like wonder how that tastes. And I remember like a long time ago on like this cooking show. This is like so random and I don't <laughs> even know why it sticks with me. But this person like combined fig and prosciutto together and I was like, hmm, that must be such a interesting combination and I still have never gone around to trying it and I feel like I must do it at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like definitely if you're going to bake or just cook in general, you should definitely try and, like, do different, like, different styles of, of cooking. Like, if you're, like, don't just stick to, like, traditional American food, you know, like, mm-hmm. do different cultures um cooking because, I mean, they all, you know, are, like, renowned for, for something and they're obviously, like, well-known and well-liked for a reason. And I think that, you know, just being able to, like, make all these different dishes – I, I think it's just, like, a fun experience, you know? Not just to stick to, like, the same thing. Especially, like, in America. we're like, sure, there's restaurants, but it's not really, like, authentic, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, like, there was a, there's a Thai restaurant near me, and, like, I absolutely did not like their Pad Thai. And then I went to Thailand, and I absolutely loved it there. So, I think if you can find, like, authentic recipes online, I think you should definitely, like, try and make those. Just because i mean why, why not like mm-hmm. they're well liked yeah. for a reason and if you don't like it you just don't have to make it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah on that topic have you ever tried like olive oil cake because i feel like
1: I, I want to. i like see a lot of people make it but also i'm like kind of skeptical and maybe this is because i haven't had good olive oil but i feel like or <laughs> maybe i haven't had olive oil enough but i feel like i don't like olive oil so i'm like okay I also feel like the olive oil shouldn't, like, taste, like, anything, like, in the cake. But at the same time, like, I'm scared to make it because I'm like, okay, what if I don't like it? And, like, I just won't like the taste of olive oil cake. But at the same time, like, so many people make it. I'm like, this has to be good, right? Like, if it's so popular.
0: Yeah, I mean, olive oil is something that, like, you don't really typically, like, eat it by itself. its mm-hmm. I mean, it tastes good with other things. Obviously, you put it in, like, cakes and stuff, and, like, you can dip bread in it and whatever. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I never really considered it as, like, a main flavor Wait. of anything. Like, what? when you said
1: it, I, like, was thinking about, like... Bocasha bread if I'm using yes. that correctly like I want to make that as well and like I see people drizzle olive oil on top which is why like when you said that it reminded me of it but also like I see so many people like make like bread art where they like align, yes oh like, my
0: god with like little different like, like parsley or whatever yeah and it like turns yes. out oh so well
1: and it looks, I like, way too baking. pretty to me,
0: like, <laughs> Yeah, I want yeah. my baking to be so aesthetic. Like, I'm such a horrible baker, and it never turns <laughs> out looking good. But I want my, like – and I know, obviously, it's because I'm, like, you know, not a professional baker. And I've not had, like – I've not put in the experience or, like, the work that some of these people who are self-taught or are trained, like, have put in. I mean, obviously, because I'm still, like, a full-time student and everything's happening, you know. I nah, so, yeah. figured it out over a pandemic. It's been, like – you know, just over a year—that's crazy. But um, I want my bake to be very like aesthetic, especially like like I, I feel like with my baking, I lean towards more like cottage core style. Because I like, feel like baking have a cottage core style. Though? Well, because because like I feel like baking like cottage core is kind of like all pastels and like nature, right? And so like, do you know what I mean? Like. Wait, just the color scheme. of <laughs> Just yeah, the color desserts. scheme and like the gotcha. design patterns are kind of mm-hmm. more resembling like a cottage core kind of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like that's kind of what I try to go for. Just because I think that's something that like really like when I look at cottage core, I mean it's kind of like associated with like like baking a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I just think baking fits really well into that aesthetic, and. I mean, like, speaking of aesthetics, I also am very envious of those people that have, like, matching, like, cooking wear. Like, they oh, have these yeah. all these aesthetic sets. Like, the cooking channels on YouTube that, like, have everything figured out in their lives.
1: Yeah, I definitely do. Like, every – I, like, when I was young, I used to be so bad at just, like, keeping stuff in order. So I have, like – three sets of like no three incomplete sets of like measuring cups because i would always lose one and then i have to get like a whole new set yeah like literally i have like three mismatched sets of like measuring cups and like they're exactly the
0: same i don't even I mean, know i know at the end of the day like i probably shouldn't go out and buy more if i have it because i can save it to like put it to something that i don't have mm-hmm. but i i feel like if i like you know grow up and Continue to bake, which I probably yeah. will. I feel like one of my things is going to be like an aesthetic yeah, baking set. Like I, I think that's something that like I just a want something yes. that's gonna a material desire that's gonna make me yeah. Feel but also a lot better. like baking is
1: therapeutic. I feel like on its own, and I think like just visually, like the visual aspect of baking, it's like if you have a complete set, it just makes it all that more
0: better. Okay, hey guys, Rory here due to some technical difficulties. Tiffany's gonna sound like dog shit for the rest of the episode. Thank you.
1: Okay, so side going slightly off to a different topic. Um, well I guess like in the same vein of thought as like aesthetic topicness. My Kaizen's, like friend is a food blogger kind of as like her like, hobby like it's not really her full-time job but that like is besides the point and she makes like this really interesting like she has this um instagram called like food by jan and it's like everything she posts is just like so aesthetically pleasing and also she kind of works with like fusion foods so i think she's like korean and she works with like sweet potato and like yams and different types of ingredients and i feel like everything she makes is just super interesting
0: wait is it by also, Jan? oh yeah, I see yeah it. it looks so good it oh. does you know what i want to make i like, like okay
1: earl gray macaroons i've never oh actually i, 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 try try. Making I macarons. have yeah i have made macarons before they've all been failed botched attempts and to be honest i'm not really sure why because like I know most machines are, like, you have to make sure that everything is dry and that there's no oil. I
0: literally did everything that they said.
1: Yeah, I, like, did everything. But also, like, I think I'm bad with, like, piping and, like, cake decorating. Anything that involves piping, like, you know, when you have to pipe the actual machines? Yeah. Like, one, it looks horrible. Um I think, like, the first time I made it, I was, like, too ambitious. I was like, let me make this orange pistachio flavored macaroon. And I think I should have just started out with, like, literally the most basic macaroon possible. Um, But that was a flop. And I actually, like, I wanted to make into macaroon. It ended up becoming, like, meringue instead.
0: But it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, okay. Also, on the segue of, like, stuff you want to make, I there's this one, um, Instagram account, Oracle Bakery, and they make such and also like, um, Small Uck. S M A L L U C K E. They make such like detailed I mean there's a bunch of other Instagram accounts, you can probably find them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you can see, but they make, like such detailed like cakes. Wait, is that like wait, Oracle Bakery? Yeah, Oracle Bakery and especially like um Small Uck. I they make such detailed cakes and just a set of cakes. I mean, Oracle Bakery makes like a lot of um, like animal cakes. Like they have like 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 those frog cakes and stuff. They are so adorable, and I really want to make them. I really want to ask them like how they do it. Um, just because you know <laughs> it looks really good. Um.
1: Oh yeah, the ancient.
0: Yeah, like, those aesthetic, like, pastel cakes you see with all, like, the fancy border piping is also something that I really want to make. Yeah. That and, like, super detailed, like, kind of, they look like painting cakes are the ones that I really want to make.
1: Yeah, I, the thing, like, I would love to do that as well, but I literally, like, just don't have the patience for that. Like, have you seen, like, the jelly cakes, like, the ones, I don't know how well you can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. And, oh my gosh, like, this person, like, the glass dome and all that stuff. Oh my god. Like, I used to, I follow her, but I guess she's, like, inactive right now. But, like, look at the details on, like, these donuts and stuff like that. Like, I'm pretty sure it took her, like, multiple days to do that. And honestly, I just, like, don't have the patience for that. I'm, like, the the type of person who needs to, like, bake and like finish within the day like I don't have the patience to like have multiple days to just work on this one project also like I feel like I'm not like precise slash dainty enough to like work on like small like food
0: stuff yeah I'm I I think with baking as well I kind of get so like frazzled and frustrated if one thing goes wrong mm. even if it's like a little a minor thing like, like if I don't have an ingredient that I can go, like, run and just go get right now. But that will, like, mess me up and I'll be like, oh, my perfectly timed plan order to go bake. And that kind of, like, messes me up. Because, I mean, baking, like, has to be precise. Like, you know, what's, like, I always say, like, cooking, you can kind of, like, mess around here and there. But baking, you have to have, like, really accurate measurements because, like, a little over can completely mess everything up. Yeah. And so I think I've kind of taken that and internalized it. And so if anything ever goes wrong, I have to have, like, a little moment of, like, panic and frustration and, like, how can I fix this? But, I mean, you do have to learn to adapt when baking because, obviously, there are some things that, like, you can fix. And, you know, you don't want to waste, like, a whole entire batch of ingredients if you can, you know, just kind of make it work. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, yeah, I think – I mean, I'm just, like, a messy baker. Like, my mom hates it when I bake because (laughs) – Like, if I don't clean up, it's literally, like, she's, like, I can't clean up. Yeah. She doesn't let me bake after a certain time because she – I mean, like, obviously I clean up, but she never thinks I do a good enough job cleaning up. And she's, like, I cannot clean up after this time. (laughs) So you have until then to bake. And also just, like – what else is I going to say? I don't know, especially when you have more than one thing going at once and you like only have one thing to work out of if you need like a k- two kitchenaid stand bowls, and like you only have one like yeah. everything's a bit more chaotic so yeah, yeah
1: i think it's interesting that you know that like baking is like such like a science because i think i definitely felt that way and i still feel that way um but then my uncle, who also bakes, he's kind of, like, my uncle. He just kind of dumps like, everything like, in. Yeah, he's, like, an avid baker and cooker. And he kind of just, like, eyeballs. I'm like, how do you, like, I get eyeballing cooking, right? Because that's, like, adjust to taste like, preference if you, like, right. salt, add more salt. How do you eyeball, like, bacon and cheesecake? But the thing is, like, his, like, all his desserts are actually, like, really good. But, like, I just don't understand how you can make something. But, it's like slightly different each time, like that. Just like I don't know. There's just something about that that just like kind of ticks me off. Like,
0: like, how, like yeah,
1: yeah. I don't understand, but like I'm like this. Good for
0: him. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, like, top- oh sorry. I was just gonna say that like. And, like, the baking community, like, you see, like, if you read a recipe to, like, make sure you get exactly this amount. Too much and your cake's (laughs) going to, like, explode in the oven and too little is going to, like, droop out through the bottom of the pan. You need exactly, like, 30 grams of flour or you're going to, like, mess up everything. And then, like... In like baking TV shows, like this cake, the simple cake, it's really hard because if they add too much at this stage, this is, can go wrong. And in the next stage, if they add too little, this is also gonna happen. And like, they're like, yeah, anything can go wrong at any time with any ingredient. And so then like, you, you kind of internalize that and you're like, everything has to be right with every ingredient or it's like not gonna work at all. Especially, like, I remember a lot of, like, bakers,
1: you know, they're, like, you have to, like, floof the flour and then take <laughs> a one cup and then use a knife yeah. to, like, like make it level with the measuring cup. But honestly, like, now I just use a scale and I feel like that's, like, way more accurate. But well, I mean, people say it's more accurate than, like, measuring cups, but I also, like, feel like it's more accurate. Um, but I feel like in terms of, like, preciseness, though, I feel like the only, like, feel that I think is, like, really, really important is, like, if you are making something that requires, like, egg whites or require you to fluff things up because if you overmix them, it deflates. Um, And I think that's, like, the thing where I'm, like, oh, I didn't yeah. make sure this is, like, perfect. Otherwise, like, whatever baked goods I try to make will just, like, kind of collapse onto itself. And then that just, like, sucks.
0: I mean, yeah, like, if you don't have a scale and, are like, you're too lazy to use a scale... just a more accurate way of measuring is just like spooning it because I learned this from a baking website if you just kind of go into like a giant bag of flour and scoop it out from there you pack it in and I think you get like 1.5 times more
1: Oh I definitely do that. Then, then you actually I'm the person would who get it in I used to form. do that.
0: And I mean obviously like in some recipes, like I did that with challah, and it, it was fine. I did that with cakes before. It nothing drastic happened. But if you're attempting more technical recipes and you like try scooping, that's probably gonna have an effect. Um and overall, if you just want to kind of get into better baking habits, I would say just kind of like spoon it in. Um I mean I've definitely started doing that. And, you know, it does kind of make things messier because you're like have, you know, more dishes to wash or whatever yeah. from this spoon. But I mean, yeah, like cups aren't the best measurement already. And I mean, packing might not have that big a difference in some recipes, but I mean, in other recipes, it's kind of, you know, don't. <laughs> I feel
1: like there, are, oh, well, I guess like, yeah, we can talk about, um, like pastries that we want to make but still haven't and I, my biggest category <laughs> of french, that is french french pastries french i don't
0: know so i think like
1: one the like french words itself already intimidates me and then like i feel like everything ever, i feel like most french pastries are like layered
0: like right, yeah
1: you know like when, even when it comes to croissants it's like multiple layers that are just like run through again and again and that's how you get like the flakiness like yeah those two aspects of french like baking it just i don't even know like i've never even attempted to because i'm like this is hard i don't even know how to pronounce these words (laughs) i don't know how to do these techniques these like fancy techniques that i can't even like pronounce I'll just stick to like the
0: basics. French baking is the baking that's like if you do not get exactly one hundred twenty-five point four <laughs> grams of flour in your pastry, it's going to ruin your life. <laughs> yeah, that's that's French pastry. Yeah, French is intimidating. I think because I mean I don't know what it is about the French and how they kind of were like let's make them the most difficult recipes possible. And I'm sure there's <laughs> other like cultures obviously with difficult recipes. I mean every. Yeah. Thing can, everything can be difficult depending on your skill level. I mean, I'm sure a lot of, like, bakers will look at the croissant and be like, that's easy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, as for a beginner baker, French is very technical. And I think often the recipes, like, take more than one day because of, like, resting times and, and setting times and cooling times and cooking times. Like, you often have to kind of take more than one day out or, like, prep so far in ahead. Like, you need a week ahead to, like, make sure you have everything and like reread the recipe three times over. And I mean, yeah, like French pastries especially are kind of like notorious, I think, for being for being a difficult thing. I mean you brought up like rest times and like them like literally reminded
1: me of like why I like I just like literally making anything that you need to wait because like I just don't know what to do like I made a pineapple bun one time and like I'm pretty sure the total rest time was like seven hours or something because you need to let it proof once Mm -hmm. and then you can do it again and I was just like what is I mean okay I understand the point of it but like I was just like so drained I like I didn't think it would take that long but it like took up my entire day and I literally only made like six buns at the end of the day and I was like Dang, this is – I mean, it was an experience, but not an experience I would like to revisit.
0: I mean, with me personally, the bread that I make all up, like, I've kind of figured it out with my school schedule so that I can kind of, like, make it in the times that I don't have synchronous class or, like, before I'd never had synchronous class. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm obviously able to keep myself, like, busy in between, like, proofing times and, like, make sure that, like, I can actually still – In class, but I mean, bread is definitely something like you can overprove it, and it's obviously not going to be like like an hour more proving isn't going to overprove it. If you're not looking to be like perfect technical, then I it would fine. But like if you like, I used to kind of make it the Thursday night before because um it was a lot easier for me and like oh, that was usually the day when I had the most free time and I like baking is a way that I get out my energy, I think. Whenever I'm like bored, I'm like, let's let's go bake. <laughs> but um I figured out it was starting to come out kind of sour after a while because it was it was resting overnight. And I figured it out. And, you know, you can actually overproof um bread and it starts to become sour. Um mm-hmm. so definitely like you know, stick within, like, i like, a couple hours more is probably arranged what's good. Um, but obviously, it's different within recipes. Try and stick as close as possible. But don't do not do it a day before if you don't have to. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm probably, like, definitely a beginner. I've literally only made bread, like, that one time. <laughs> I'm, like, definitely – I don't know, like, anything about making bread. But, like, I kind of – the thing is, like, making savory things are just really – i can cook things but like making savory like or like okay i I guess i just consider bread to be safe like (laughs) wait but like i just that's like so not up my alley like i just there's like there's nothing appealing to me about
0: making bread i just feel like it's like flour (laughs) water salt yeast and you just wait and it's like do you not feel like an 18th century peasant (laughs) <laughs> no. making bread you have to wow, get into the I costume grind,
1: I, I need to go grind my meal you by have to go get into right? the costume get into the spirit
0: and yeah
1: i don't know there's just like something so unappealing about making bread that i like <laughs> All never want to bread
0: make it. for um, you tiffany
1: yeah when we please. meet up again um, i'll
0: have like a whole loaf of sour job like this is for tiffany yay I, like, I
1: hear that, like, facetia is, like, really easy for to make, though. Also, it it just seems so squishy. squishy. (laughs) Yeah. You have to, like, dimple it with your
0: fingers, I think. Yeah,
1: it seems so fun. But also, like, I'm low-key, like, mysophobic, where I'm just, like, I really don't want to touch anything with my hands. Mm. Like, remember when people, I don't know, maybe this was, like, only a thing in my school but I feel like this is pretty widespread where people used to just like like squirt like liquid glue on your hands and just peel yeah. it off oh or I, yeah
0: yeah I think even other people <laughs> like, would do that to you no
1: <laughs> I like, never
0: do that because I was like wait that's so like it
1: makes me feel just like squeamish because I don't <laughs> like anything touching my hands right. and like even when I bake I don't like like I just hate anything touching my hands like I have to constantly like wash it
0: yeah. I mean, like, I don't mind touching my hand. Like, I don't mind kneading dough, but, like, I don't like to touch, like, other stuff with it. Like, I don't like to touch, like, oven doors and handles with it because at the end of the day, that's just more mess for you to clean. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and as messy as I am in baking, I kind of like the mess to be where I can easily clean it up. Like, if it's just, like, a flour spill that came out of the bag when I, like, you know, leveled it, like, that's a really easy clean. And like, you know, I kind of just want like I can just stack up bowls, like throw them in the sink to be washed later and like have some semblance of, you know, being clean. Like I want to you know you know what I mean? Like like the yeah, yeah. the messy organized, organized chaos. Organized kinda. chaos, yeah. That's that's <laughs> how I would describe it. No, but I think baking also makes me feel so independent because I mean like a sign of kind of independence, I think, is when you can kinda of like cook for yourself. Yeah. Like
1: I feel like baking is, like, one notch up in difficulty in- than cooking, kind of. So then it makes me feel better. I'm like, okay, if I can bake, then I can cook. Yeah. Maybe that's not true. Maybe <laughs> I'll find not that out true. the hard way. I but that's what I like to think.
0: I think baking's definitely kind of easier for me because, I mean, there's, like, less heat involved, less... Oh, yeah. Less definitely. So. I, I think, feel like when
1: I... Mm-hmm.
0: I think, I mean, like, baking, I feel like... Cooking, there's a lot of, like, basic flavors that everybody knows. But I feel like mm-hmm. with cooking, you're kind of expected to kind of, like, step out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and and kind of, like, make new things. Whereas with baking, if you were to just give someone, like, a chocolate chocolate cake, they'd be like, thank you so much. I'll take it. <laughs> Whereas, like, cooking, they might be kind of, like, a little more, like, harsh with their critique. I feel
1: just- like, for me, baking is... I think like, what's therapeutic about baking is, I mean, actually, it's kind of weird to phrase it this way, but it's kind of like mindless in a sense, because I think with cooking, like if you're like cooking in front of like a stove, as opposed to just like putting something in the oven, there's like the flame is just like there and you always have to be aware of it. Right. Um, but I feel like with baking, like when you're just mixing something, it's like, yeah, my mind can kind of just drift and I can just do whatever and like listen to music and
0: yeah, listening to music like, while baking is the best yeah, <laughs> thing like experienced. such a mood oh my
1: gosh do you have like a favorite time of the day to bake because i don't know why my favorite time to bake is always in the nighttime because i i'm also like that person who will like my entire family like pretty much stays up late so i'm also like that midnight snacker type of person so i always bake at night because i'm like hmm, i might want this in a couple of hours <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just like yep yeah. I mean,
0: I definitely bake, like, more in the morning, afternoon, because, okay, I don't like baking when other people are kind of around. Like, I kind of get into a zone, and I kind of need everybody to stay away from me when I bake. Like, the kitchen kind of just becomes, like, mine. Like, obviously, I'm not going to, like, push people out, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of want to, like, oh, yeah. just like be... my little
1: safe haven. F- yeah, it's
0: my little safe haven. And so, most of my family is gone during, like, the morning and afternoon, obviously, with school and work. Um, and so that's kind of become my time to bake, especially also because I feel like that's the time when I'm, like, most restless because, like, night I'm either, like, working out or doing homework or, you know, stressing over things. Um, and, like, that's kind of, like, I can feel myself getting more tired, but I think, like, in the afternoon I'm kind of, like, all, I need to do something. And, like, I like I, I always get, like, um the urge to, like, move around and, like, do stuff that I'm not supposed to be doing and not being productive. And, like, baking has just become one of those things that I'll, like, turn to and be like, I'm kind of bored. Let me just go bake some muffins <laughs> real quick. So mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite time of the day to bake. But baking with music any time of the day is, such, is such a therapy a vibe. Oh, we I- can
1: talk about, like. Very like variations of like popular um, mm, yeah. desserts like with cheesecakes. I know some people have like very strong like opinions on what type of like Basque cheesecakes or Oreo cheesecakes or strawberry cheesecakes. Do you have a preference?
0: Um, or I kind favorite? of definitely like the, the classic. I mean, I think my favorite part of the, the cheesecake would probably be the graham cracker crust, if I'm honest. Mm. I kind of like the like that's kind of what I can just kind of like snack on. Cause I think after a while, cheesecake, it is kind of like rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. So, I feel like I sound so cliche and like boring saying that <laughs> word. Cheesecake is so rich. And, you know, but like it's true, but whether they like gram higher I can just like kind of snack on it. Like mm-hmm. all, you know, the whole thing. Like I don't even need to make the, the cheesecake. I can just, eat that. <laughs> just snack I can, on the can literally just crust. eat that. Yeah. I think I've got like written down on like my list of stuff to bake, it's just like cracker crusts to eat. <laughs> <laughs> um but I mean Yeah, that's definitely my favorite type I think I'm just kind of like a plain cheesecake type mm-hmm. of, of person. I think I like chocolate in some desserts, but I think that I not all desserts, like I definitely like I mean at a very picky about chocolate like i there are some chocolate cakes that i will eat and then some that like i just won't and i like vanilla better and you know like chocolate and ice cream better but i think like cheesecakes you know are better vanilla and you know this is better chocolate i mean it honestly depends on like who made it because sometimes there are people that like chocolate i feel like when it's dry it tastes really bad like if the cake is dry it's just really um, bad. yeah definitely like a vanilla cake mm-hmm. can kind of get away with a little bit chocolate it's not good.
1: I yeah, I feel like chocolate cake has to be like moist and soft. Oh, kind of just Otherwise, like cocoa, cocoa powder it's, like,
0: it's literally just like cocoa powder. Yeah. But with like what like added in.
1: Yeah. I think um I think my favorite cheesecake is probably like Basque cheesecake, which I like kind of recently just discovered. And I feel like it's because it's like fluffy, but it's like it's kind of like a midway between I feel like a New York style cheesecake and a Japanese cheesecake. Because if I'm going to be honest, I don't really get, like, a Japanese cheesecake because I feel like it, ta- it doesn't, like, taste like anything. And a New York te- cheesecake is, like, a cheesecake. So, I feel like a Basque it is, cheesecake. is like, good
0: cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, it is
1: the original. So, I feel like a Basque cheesecake is, like, straight up in the middle. It's, like, fluffy and it has, like, it's not as strong or intense in flavor, but it's definitely there.
0: Um, I just want to say that whenever. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I also, feel like we've done I want to try like
1: Oreo cheesecake. I have not never tried that yet, and I've been wanting to get one from like Martha's, um, but I haven't gotten into it yet. But it's definitely on my
0: list. I keep getting, like, I kept getting a while, like, ads for all these Oreo desserts, and I'd send them to my friends, and they'd be like, you need to stop, because I, like, <laughs> my neighbor, like, my friends live right next door, so obviously I bake for them, too, and they're like, we can't keep eating all this, you need to, like, <laughs> like, what about this guy, should didn't make this Oreo dessert, and they're like, no, you <laughs> literally gave us, like, a 20 pound cake yesterday, like, <laughs> stop talking, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, it was something about fluffy desserts. There's something about watching fluffy desserts like whip up because it's like the initial kind of like worry that because obvious it's very obvious if something's wrong, because if it doesn't like fluff up, like fluffy desserts rely on you fluffing up. Like if you don't if it's not fluffing up, you've messed up and you kind of have to restart. Yeah. Because there's something wrong. So it's kind of like a sigh of relief and you're like, oh, it's it's whipping up, like it's getting bigger. <laughs> I remember I was like making um the Swiss roll today and like that requires you to kind of like f- like whip up the egg mixture and kind of like make it like it was like triple in size and I remember like my first time making macarons like I would think I waited there for like an hour and nothing happened with egg whites for some reason and so I was doing it and I was like please fluff up, please fluff up on a really <laughs> tight time schedule and it did, I was like look at that it's working guys ready? it's
1: like do you have,
0: like, a favorite go-to bakery to get desserts? Okay, so recently, because some of my friends are celiac and my mom has, like, a gluten intolerance, we've been going to By The Way Bakery, which I think is gluten-free, dairy-free, and also kosher Passover, and you could not tell. Like, my mom first brought us a slice from Whole Foods, and she was like, do you know this cake is gluten-free and dairy-free? And I was like, you're joking. And I know that probably sounds to people like, uh, oh, they say that, but it tastes <laughs> It honestly... Everyone, like, I'll eat it, and, you know, I don't have to eat, like, gluten-free or dairy-free. Like, my mom doesn't have to eat dairy-free. Like, a lot of people I know don't have to eat gluten-free or dairy-free, and they, like, love it. And also they have, like, um, like a bunch of different stores. Like, you can get cakes for occasions there, and you can also get, like, just, like, pastries and, and cookies. And I think if they shared their recipes, that would be amazing because um, I really want to know because gluten-free cakes are really hard to make. Right, because yeah. they dry out like really fast. They can kind of... uh. So, the Bakery, if you happen to be watching this, please release your recipes <laughs> or just the recipe for your chocolate cake. Thank you so much. I feel like my
1: favorite cake plate... Or uh, have you heard... Of, have you ever like tried... I feel like these are kind of like recently they just gained popularity or maybe it has been popular for a while and I just like was oblivious to it. But I feel like crepe
0: cakes were are like kind of a thing i made one (laughs) really how was it it's swirling the crepe is the hardest part because the pan's really heavy and you're kind of just like oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um especially because like the batter like yeah it's like really hard to kind of swirl it i think is the hardest part because you have to be really fast you have to like swirl it and then like because if you don't have like the stuff i have like the crepe stands oh it's 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 hard as well so you have to Mm -hmm. like put it in the pan like like, quickly put it back in the bowl and, like, just immediately start swirling because it's really thin batter, so it's going to, like, crisp up really quickly. So you're kind of, like, starting it with one hand and it's heavy and then you put it back and you, like, two hands and it's, like, kind of working. You kind of need to do a few experimental ones. If you're making, like, batter for a crepe cake and you've never made crepes before, I would make extra because the first few ones are probably not going to be perfect, like, crepe. Sized and they're probably gonna, you know, be lumpy from where they didn't spread out enough. But I mean, you kind of get the hang of it after a while. Um, but yeah, I would just make a couple, couple extra <laughs> if you're, ever yeah, I used to. I used to like not for some reason i was always scared that the crepes would
1: burn and like <laughs> i used to like not put them on the pan long enough so you're supposed to put them like on the first side for like a minute like at least until the bubbles start forming and i used to only like, put it on for 30 seconds and i was scared yeah. if i like i put it on for any longer it would burn but then when i flip them it would be like so hard to flip and it would like mess up because it would like just break in the middle flipping. Yeah. but i finally got the hang of it like i can make crepes but the thing is i don't know why like some way like crepe cake like it just never turns out the way like it like it just never turns out the way it's supposed to look and maybe like just like aesthetic wise I don't know what it is like I don't know how people can like make everything like so pretty yeah and it's like all flat because I feel like when I make crepe cakes it kind of turns into like a weird like, lump at the top, and I don't even know why, and it's like, oh, dang, like, yeah, my crepe cake is edible, but, like, it doesn't look pretty.
0: <laughs> I think with anything, though, like, if you're making it the first time, and, and like, there's going to be multiple of it, like, obviously, if you're making a cake, it's going to be harder to make an extra one, but if you're making something like crepes or, like, scones or something that's kind of small, I would definitely, like, kind of make extra just to kind of figure it out because I mean like a lot of stuff you don't get right on the first try or like you'll kind of get it right but the first attempt is really where you get to see what you did wrong and like I mean obviously it's gonna be better the second time because you can know what you did wrong (laughs) so I think if you're ever like making something then you know, just kind of make extra, or kind of like really, if you can't make extra, like kind of really research, because a lot of recipes will have like little tips at the end. They'll be like, use this flour because this, or like, you know, you, you know, make sure to do this to make sure the cake like rises. I would really pay attention to those because that, I mean, these people tested the recipe, and also keep in mind that the ovens are different, and so. Oh yeah. I mean, like a recipe. Like I've had to bake stuff for like twenty minutes longer than the recipe calls, and it still turned out fine. Um, you know, don't be afraid to deviate from the recipes in some areas, but I think when in terms of making the batter itself is where you kind of need to stick to it. And oven times and temper and oven like times temperatures, I would stick with times. Is kind of where you kind of shift things I'm around, like you shift a little bit, yeah.
1: Or you mentioned scones. Have you made scones? Yeah. Candy? I like literally made scones once I mean I think it was pretty successful but yeah it made me like really just fall in love with scones like I don't think I I was like I didn't think of anything of scones until I made it that one time and I was like yes scones are the best thing <laughs> to ever is. grace this world and now I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm just like such a scared person I'm like, scone with, like A cup of Earl Grey tea is just... Okay, there's like... They just set the perfect vibe while reading a book outside in the sunlight. Oh my gosh. It is just... The vibes are just immaculate. I don't even know. It just makes me so happy thinking about it.
0: I... What was I going to say? I completely forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say... Yeah, I made like blueberry scones. And through my experience with baking... Especially those scones helped. I figured out that fruit generally, I think to me, at least tastes better when it's been like baked. Mm. Like, because I think it kind of makes it more like tart in a way. I don't know. Like blueberries and strawberries, especially for me, I think, taste better when they're baked. So Mm -hmm. if you don't like those now, try baking them (laughs) or like putting them in the microwave for, you know, 30 seconds or something like that. Yeah,
1: I feel like, I don't know, I'm trying to decide whether or not I like, like, warm fruits or not. Like, I can't come to a consensus on it, because it might, like, my first thought is, ew, fruits are warm, that's weird. (laughs) But then I think about scones, I'm like, hmm, fruits are really good in scones, so then I just, like, don't know what to think. But, I don't know, I'm undecided on it, but... I used to, like, the first time I made skins. I didn't have a food processor at that time. And, like, I had to, to like, do the butter by hand. And I was like, geez, that was so worth it. Like, I think, I got, okay, I got, like, I got a manual food processor. Like, the things, like, the things that you have to, um, kind of, like, pull on that, like, I saw some, like, YouTuber put it on her Instagram Reels and I was like, this is so cute. I need one. (laughs) And I got one and I'm, like, literally use it exclusively for like my banana ice cream
0: but i want to make yeah. that i've never run around to doing it because like i don't really it's eat ice cream lot. like i'm not a super big ice cream person
1: so good and i feel like the consistency i i prefer the consistency of banana ice cream to like regular ice cream because i feel like bana- banana ice cream is just like much smoother compared to like regular ice cream
0: yeah um, what was i I don't know what I was gonna say for the time. I'm like losing all my trains thats oh, what's the one piece of kitchen equipment or baking equipment that you've bought or had that's helped the most? Oh hmm. I don't even have to think about that um. I mean, i hang, I can go while you're thinking, yeah you think um, I got a KitchenAid stand mixer, mm-hmm. it was a. Big investment, but I I knew that I was going to be baking. Like, I knew that I was not going to, like, let it sit. Like, I've been taking – I keep taking out every week because, like, my family also, like, likes to make, like, our own pizza dough a lot, so I use it for that. I use it for baking all the time, every time – and it's been so helpful because, especially if you're trying to make, like, meringues or things that you need to whisk for a while, um, yeah. holding a whisk, especially because a hand whisk isn't, like, as powerful, I think, because if it was, like, it might get out of control of your hands. I can definitively say that holding a hand whisk while, mis- while whisking, like, a egg whites versus using a kitchen acid mixer, it makes life so much easier. And you can also kind of, like, leave it and, like, clean up a little bit. While you're, while you're doing it. So, if you're thinking about, like, just one kitchen equipment to buy, like, if you already have the basics, like, like cup measuring cups, you know, pans, mm-hmm. trays, you know, stuff, bowls, stuff you need like that, spatulas, like, if you have the basic stuff already, I would definitely invest in the stand mixer if you can, because as, if you're going to use it a lot, it's very versatile. It comes with, like, three different hooks when you first get it, and... I mean, they have sales where the price of income like goes down by half. They can mm-hmm. use honey. <laughs> the free browser yeah. extension.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no, I definitely agree on the electric mixer. Um, but since you already said that, I will give. Um, I think. I think would be really helpful is either like a silicone baking sheet because it helps with the nonstick, and also like an offset spatula. Like I bought one on a whim. Like, because I thought I was only going to use it once, but I've actually been gravitating towards it, like, a lot for things, like, I didn't even think I would ever need an offset spatula for. But it's just so helpful for, like, I don't even know. Like, I didn't think it'd be helpful. But I don't know. I find myself just, like, gravitating towards it a lot. Um, Yeah. Yeah, those are my two... I actually don't even really use my silicone baking that a lot because, like, I don't make dough that often. Like, I'm, I, like, prefer just working with batters because I feel like with doughs, you kind of have to, like, knead them or you have to touch them at some point. And I just don't like touching dough. But, yeah, I always prefer working with batters.
0: Yeah, actually, I don't think I have, I don't have an offset spatula, I have just, like, a normal kind of flat one, and it, obviously, it's, it's not as good, and I would definitely get an offset one if you could, but, I mean, just, it does a trick just fine, um, but I think, also, there's definitely, like, a lot of, you know, ways to, like, kind of achieve the same goals without necessarily getting, like, fancy kitchen equipment, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, like, Especially for stuff that's kind of more specific or, like, more niche, you can definitely probably find, like, cheaper alternatives. I just think, like, if you were going to buy, like, a big, a baking a piece of baking equipment, I would try and find something that can encompass a lot of different types of desserts and, like, can be used oh, yeah. for a lot of different things. Because if you're going to pay a lot of money for it, you want, you know, to get a lot of use out of it. Yeah, and if you're only going to be using it for, like, I don't know, smearing frosting on a cake, like, how often are you going to do that unless you're, like, <laughs> a baker? In yeah. which case, you would probably already have, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, try and get something that you can use for I a lot of different know. things and often. So, like, like instead of a bench scraper, like, you can use, I think, like, cardboard or, like, just a really, like, clean... Like, a, just a flat surface. Like, you don't have to, like, buy, like, a fancy metal one.
1: Have you, or when you said bench scraper, that just, I don't know why, but that reminded me of, like, fondant. I was wondering, have you ever, no. like, worked with fondant before? I haven't. I
0: have. It's... Is that, like,
1: good? I don't think I've ever tasted it either.
0: It's literally just kind of sugar. Like, I don't it's mind it. If you eat a lot of it, it's not that good. But if it's kind of just like a little outer covering on a cake, I feel like also because it's pretty easy to take off because it just kind of goes on the outside. But, I mean, it's, it's not like the worst thing in the world and it's definitely easier to do stuff with it and make cakes look smoother with fondant. And especially because there are like fondant tools that can be used to specifically like smooth it out. Um, I think that kind of makes it easier, but... Yeah, I don't have a ton of experience working with fondant because none of my family members really enjoy it. They would rather not have it. And also, a lot of desserts don't have fondant. It's like I've been branching out from just making, like, cakes and and stuff that would use fondant. Like, I want to do more than just, like, the basic baking, you know, recipes.
1: Yeah, I have, like, no experience working with fondant. (laughs) Um, But also, I... I think, like, just personally, I kind of like, like, the naked cake, like, more. Like, you see, like, they stack, like, blueberry with just, like, um... Like a crumb coat? With just, like, a crumb coat, yeah. And I feel like they stack it with, like, a couple of berries on top. Like, I feel like that just looks a lot... I don't know. Personally, I feel like it looks better. But maybe that's just, like, I think I like, like, a more minimalist style. And I feel like that just looks really good already in my mind.
0: But, (laughs) yeah, I also feel like fondant could be sugary i don't really like maybe just because i really enjoy frosting i think frosting is my favorite part of the cake (laughs) and so if i saw someone with just a crumb coat i need to like bring some frosting with me and just kind of slather it on Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean i can definitely see the appeal to them but i don't think i like them just because i kind of like to make things Fancy, like I kind of like the opposite of minimalistic. I like the decorative <laughs> borders, like the the piping techniques, and you know the extravagant, like like happy birthday or whatever. I'm I kind of like those cakes more, and yeah. so, <laughs> so I'm not really one for making just crumb coat cakes. Mm.
1: I like. Don't think I've actually made like a multi cured cake before. Have I? I? Yeah, actually, now that I think about... Yeah, I don't think
0: I've ever made I a multi-tiered cake I think I may have made one, like, but I cannot remember. But you know what? Like, multi-tiered, wait do you mean, like, multi-tiered as in, like, like, you know when they have, like, cakes and you have, like, a filling in the middle, and it, but it just kind of looks like one kind of layer? Or do you mean, like... Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, like, I mean, like, two to three stacked layers of cake. Like, like different layers. sizes, like, when they kind of, like, go, like, um, smaller? Or do you mean, like, within, like, one cake, you kind of, like, split it, put something in the middle, and then cover the whole uh, thing? Is there a whiteboard that I can draw this on?
1: It can be either. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it can be either.
0: Because I've made the ones where you kind of like have like four like small one layer cakes and you put something like a buttercream in the middle and then you yeah, stack yeah. them. That counts. I've made, I've made those. I haven't made ones where you like could make them smaller and smaller. Oh like, no. Like, I don't I like, I don't own that
1: many different like cake pans. I <laughs> really have like one. I have like, oh, we can talk about like pan.
0: Uh, okay. Let's talk pans. Pan. Let's <laughs> talk about cake
1: pans. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have one muffin tin, one loaf tin. One, like, nine-inch, like, round circular thing. And then, like, a bunch of, like, sheep pans,
0: you know? See, I get mine in, like, sets. Mm-hmm. So I think I have, like, a, like, just in a round, which is generally, like, by 13 inches. I have, like, an eight, nine, and ten just because I got them in a set. Yeah. And, like, just a bunch of sheet pans. And then there's, like, my my mom baked before me. She's, mm-hmm. She did a lot of baking, and so she has her old pans, so we just kind of, like, have a collection of of pans. And I think I've bought maybe just, like, one or two pans individually just for, like, a specific dessert because I knew that they could be used again. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, generally a lot of my pans are either, like, old or were used before me or just, like, got in a, in a set. The only thing I've really gotten, like, myself would be, like um sieves as i would say it's yeah i know um and i think like the kitchen is mixer and i think everything else has just come before me from my mom or it's it's just been like used for something else like food processors can be used for obviously other stuff besides baking yeah. and yeah. yeah
1: i think i'm like the first person in my family to like really just be like an <laughs> avid baker you say like most of this stuff is just like I just purchased it or, like, I got them as, like, Christmas gifts. Like, I got this, like, cookie cutting. Okay, I actually feel bad because I got this, like, cookie cutting, like, device for Christmas. And it's been years and I still have, like, never touched it. It's because, like, I hardly ever make cookies. And when I do, I'm, like, I just need, like, a cookie scooper to, like, plop the dough on. I never really need to, like, I never make, like, sugar cookies. I never need to, like, roll out the dough or whatever. Right. Um, but, yeah, my entire family is more of, like, a cook person. Like, they just cook savory foods. And I'm, like – I mean, my dad has, like, a big sweet tooth, too. But he also, like, is just mainly family cook. So I'm, like, the only person in my family who bakes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've I've kind of been branching out in both directions, both cooking and baking. Because I feel like while baking's fun, I feel like cooking is just a good skill to have
1: yes definitely for
0: independence especially because you're going off to college soon and like you don't know what college food is going to be like and i mean you want to stay somewhat healthy yeah i definitely feel
1: like i've been experimenting with like different um foods and i don't know i just feel like Yeah, I think I switch between, like, weeks where I cook and weeks where I bake. Although I feel like cooking, I, like, tend to cook more than I bake because I can just cook myself a lunch. Whereas, like, I'm not really going to bake myself a cake to eat for lunch because that's kind of, like, not it. But, yeah. I'm making, like, a lot of pasta.
0: (laughs) I the only thing I can cook. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely bake more than I cook. I definitely cook more, like, dinners. I've been getting a lot of recipe books. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been using those. And mm-hmm. those have been very, very nice. I think the one that I use the most, it's called, like... What's it called? It's, like, peas, carrots, and, and something else. Peace, love, and care. I don't even know what it's called. Let me see if I can find it. I mean, let's see if I can look it up. But I've, like yeah peas loving carrots it's is it like a vegetarian Could no it's not vegetarian oh, okay. um but it's it's really good my my grandmother mm-hmm. bought it for me and i've been using it a lot and everything in the book looks so good i'm kind of like just going down the line there, <laughs> like picking yeah. out what i want um and it also it the the author is um jewish so there also is like a lot of like, kosher, Passover, like, holiday-related food, which is really nice because when I actually celebrate the holidays, there's, like, a recipe for me um, to use. And, um, but I think, yeah, like, I don't, like, my lunches, I don't really, like, cook any lunch. It's kind of more just, like, little things like yogurt and, like, yeah, it's kind of more like it's not really, like, a big cohesive meal as you dinner might be. But I've definitely been trying to cook more dinners, especially, like, Friday night because we celebrate Shabbat. And you kind of usually have, like, a home-cooked meal for that. And so I've definitely been trying to cook more. But recently, like, my Fridays, if I bake, I can't cook because as soon as I finish baking, like, my mom's fed up with me making a mess out of the kitchen. She's (laughs) like, get out. I need to bake. Or, like, something always goes wrong when I bake. Something always goes wrong. And so I'm always behind schedule on where I want to be because I always try to give myself, like, time for me to clean up before my mom cooks. And I I always... Something always happens that to me, like, behind. So she's rushed to get dinner now out so it's not too late. And she just just wants me out of the kitchen at that point. Interesting.
1: I... I don't
0: even know what he's going to say. No thoughts had empty. No thoughts had empty. My mom was like, your brother kind of reminds me of Olaf. And I was like, why? Because no thoughts had (laughs) empty. I wish I could be like that. But but baking kind of is that because... I, I used to bake after debate competitions, because debate competitions, it's kind of even at home, there's kind of a lot of adrenaline kind of pumping up, I feel like, yeah, for yeah. me, and a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of, like, all wired up from that, and I need to, like, you know, kind of going from that intense, competitive environment to kind of a lax environment, and you kind of need some time to, like, adjust to it, like, any, with any high, intense environment, and you can't probably just go into, like, a really lax environment right away. So... Depending on how bad I did or how stressed I was at the tournament, I would do different little things. So the more stressed I was, the harder the the baking was. So like, (laughs) yeah, so if I did really bad, for example, I completely embarrassed myself, you know, I'm probably going to get kicked off the team because the performance was that bad. Um, I might, for example, try and attempt a French pastry because you have to get everything else out of your mind when making French pastry. You're, you have to be completely concentrated on that. So it would kind of, like, get it out of my mind for a little bit, and I feel like, like I always did that. Obviously, nothing ever drastic enough happened for me to attempt <laughs> French pastry. It was always kind of, like, stuff a little outside of my comfort zone, but still mainly within it. But, I mean, I always had that plan, and I feel like that could kind of work in any stressful environment, just... Or not even with baking, but something that kind of requires your complete attention, um, without the possibility of you kind of drifting back. Because if you're running around trying to make like three different cakes, a meringue, frosting, and do like decorations, and make sure your s- kitchen is still clean, now you're not really thinking about whatever just happened. You are yeah. managing oven times. And I, <laughs> I feel like that's a that can be applied to a lot of other scenarios you know I actually didn't think of that
1: um I think after like debate tournaments I I honestly like I kind of just like laid in bed (laughs) yeah I'm also like the type of person who um I kind of remember what I was going to say beforehand um but like in terms of just like throughout the day and cooking throughout the day like my eating schedule is like so inconsistent. It's like so there's some weird. days where I'll eat three meals and there's some days where I'll eat zero and it's just like kind of all over the place. And yeah, I don't know. I think like with debate tournaments, it's just like goes haywire that like I don't even know what to do. But I never also thought about like baking after debate tournaments. But honestly I wanna try that next time.
0: Next <laughs> next season. I am not looking forward to debate next season. Uh, I don't know if
1: I honestly I would be, but also I'm I would be if it wasn't also college application season. Um and I feel like it it kind of sucks that like the height or like the height of the debate season, which I feel like is usually Jan Feb, is like aligns with like college application season. So like you're simultaneously trying to get all your college apps done, stay on top of your grades do your debate tournaments, do your extracurriculars, and you know what, that, like, framing it like that makes me, like, realize
0: why so many people get senioritis. I definitely, I just don't want to go to big tournaments. This is going to turn into another rant about debate really fast, I think we should.
1: well, I think, like, in terms of the actual thing, I think we've been recording
0: Oh, an, an hour. I Dang. Do you want
1: to stop? Because an hour is kind of like a long.
0: Thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay. We have to do the outro. Okay. So we hope everyone goes to sleep smarter. And next week we will wake up stupid once again. <laughs> Bye.